Live from the old National Bank State Street Studio, across from the historic Chicago Theater, you are listening to Waddle and Sylvie on the new home of the Chicago Bears, ESPN Chicago. This is WMVP WSHE HD2 Chicago, a good karma brand's radio station. Barstool Big Cat. Host of Pardon My Take. And voluminous tweeter at Barstool Big Cat. It's time for his weekly conversation with Waddle and Sylvie on ESPN 1000. Barstool Big Cat brought to you by RJ Curcio and the Curcio Law Offices. If you need a personal injury attorney, give RJ a call. 312-321-1111. Also by Stella Blue Coffee. Get yours at StellaBlueCoffee.com. And a portion of the proceeds goes to Pause Chicago. Is he coming to us from a hole somewhere out in the woods? Are you, you're back in Chicago, aren't you? I'm back. I'm back, boys. I'm back. You're back. Well, big news today, huh? What? What did the Cubs do? <laughs> the Cubs are awaiting hey. to play the match. Hey, Sylvie, can you believe there were people who actually wanted to sell with this team? Yeah, total lunatics. <laughs> Morons, as Cap would say. Sports anuses. Yes, like, don't know their... That's a new term I just coined. You're a sports anus. They don't if know you their decide... butts from the hole in the ground. Right, yeah. right. Sports anuses. I like it. Yeah. No, we're, we were wrong, Sylvie. We were very wrong. Oh, oh no, we I was wrong. on the right side of this. I don't know about yeah, you. Yeah, we weren't wrong. We weren't wrong. We just had a different approach. Right. We weren't wrong. The Cubs were right. Right, exactly. That's I like that. I'm That's how you spell it. So now what are you expecting? Now is our, oh, like, are we all the way? You're going to let him just switch it? You're going to do the switch and take? <laughs> What's it? Like, what do <laughs> you want me to do? You want me, you want me to take Wild, him out and push him in front of Wild's a big truck brain. here on State Street? Waddle's brain, brain doesn't work so well these days. That was I just did a quick, I was like, hey, look at this quarter and just ran away. Yeah. Well, I knew you, both of you guys wanted to, I would have divested if I was them. Like, okay, oh, so what? really? The CNBC okay. over here. Okay. What are you uh, Yeah, no, about? big news. It just happened. Yeah, so... I'm talking uh, about the Cubs. <laughs> the Cubs, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's who you, I'm yeah. talking about. I thought you were talking about Penn. No, I was talking about the Cubs. <laughs> I'm saying I was with you guys. I would have divested two weeks ago if it was my decision. We're just doing a who's on first segment right now. Exactly. <laughs> Where are you at if you're not on first? Oh, man, I'm divested. Okay. Yeah, fully. So what's up, guys? No, you tell <laughs> what's, up? <laughs> what's up? Well, you tell us. Yeah, what, what the hell's going on here? I'm tired of where, reading articles. I want to hear it. Why don't we start? Okay. Where, where, yeah. are you, where are you going to gamble at? Uh, so we're, there, for a period of time, it will be uh, sticking with the uh, Barcel Sportsbook or what it, what it was formerly. I think it's going to end up being ESPN Bets. But yeah, it's pretty simple. Um, and Dave released a video. When we did the pen deal, I love the pen people. I love Jay, the CEO. Unbelievable dude who uh, will be a friend of mine for life. And essentially we didn't fully expect or understand how the regulators would judge us differently than every other sportsbook. And you saw it with, you know, the can't lose parlay being under scrutiny. And basically everything that we did was getting policed by regulators. So it really is one of those situations where there was no fault on either our side or Penn's side. We, we still love those guys and want them to be, the, you know, to, to 
have I still own a lot of Penn stock, so I wanted to be successful. Um, but it was a situation where it's like, hey, uh, this probably isn't going to work going forward just because of all the regulations and, and how the gambling operators work state to state. And so they made a decision. We made a decision. And I think everyone's happy for it. So, yeah. so now you're, but now you are a gambling free agent. For I, there's a, there is an I compete for a period of time, but yeah, we're back on the pirate ship. So we're 100 percent independently owned. Um, can do or say whatever we want, which could be a bad thing. Uh, but yeah, it's exciting for for uh, you know it's weird because it's basically I think we started the whole reason I moved from Chicago to New York was when Chernin. Uh, bought us seven years ago, and now we're seven years back. Basically, the, almost to the day that I moved back to Chicago, we're back to being independently owned. It's interesting. It's crazy. It's crazy. You happy? Listen, I'm not a smart guy. I'm very happy. I'm very happy. There's. I'm not a smart guy. I've been sitting in meetings that I do not understand anything that's going on, <laughs> and that's 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 good because I I you know. I if I had the the knowledge or power, it'd probably be a dangerous thing. I'm I'm just the idiot who sits in the corner and they're like, any questions? I'm like, nope, because if I ask a question, people are going to be like, well, how'd that guy get in? Here? You don't change, Pony Boy. You just be you. Right, exactly. And this is a this is a way for me to be me. I mean, Dave said in his emergency press conference that uh, if he dies, he's going to give it to me and Kevin, and so and then our kids will get it. So the dream is that someday my grandkids' grandkids will. Uh, own a piece of barstool. Isn't that isn't that a beautiful thought? Are you still uh, super rich? Why wouldn't yes, he be I super am. rich? Well, did he have to buy stuff back? No, I am still super rich. Well, that would mean he just, instead of having super rich cash, he would just have his money in super rich stock. They're true, but I you mean, know, you don't, you don't, he's not listen, buying groceries. You guys are quabbling over something that makes no sense. I answered the question, yes, I'm super rich. How rich? Rich enough. <laughs> <laughs> so rich that do you need to add another giant shelf in your closet? I wish I could get the giant shelf. I've been thinking about it ever since I brought it back up with you guys. No, I'm doing well. I'm good. I will be. I, I am. My kids don't have to worry. And, and now those their kids don't have to worry because they'll just be, you know, podcasters. So it's going to be a long line of podcasters. We are. I, I, I know I speak for everyone. We're just very happy for you. Yeah. How about that? Of course. We're very happy. Thank you. Whatever Thank makes you, you happy, Big Cat, we are happy for you. But just remember, Big Cat. Don't two, lose our two, number. Well, I was just saying, two years ago. Tim Anderson was very happy. Oh, you know what? You're an oh. ass. I'm just saying. You're a sports anus. You are a sports anus uh, over there. Well, one, that's a segue. And two, it's a lesson. Yeah, that was bad, guys. I don't know if you want to put up your dukes and then get knocked out. I had to take, and I want to hear what you guys think. If I'm Tim Anderson, I stay on the ground. I get the stretcher. I get the ambulance. <laughs> I stay in, like, a fake coma for a couple days. Just think about it. No one can make fun of the guy that goes to the hospital. You get a little, maybe even Jamar Hamlin stuff going on, where people are praying for you. And people are, what? Well, I can say whatever I want. He is rich. I was going to say, he is richer than anyone. I'm on the partnership. No one can police what I say anymore. Listen, I'm just saying, if he had done that, I think that he, you know, you just get enough distance where people are really worried about your health and they don't make the same jokes. 
Instead, he tried to get up and walk off, and then people were able to joke about it. That would have been my way to do, deal with it if I were two managers. Nah, you, you would s- still be signing the same picture that he'll be signing for the rest of his life, and that's a picture of him laying on the ground. There, will, All that sympathy that you speak of will evaporate very quickly in your scenario. Yeah. I will say this about Tim Anderson. If we're going to go positive spin zone, okay. he was working the body. He had a nice body shot. I think he was <laughs> yeah. expecting the fight to last about 10 rounds. You know, you got to work the body early, and then you go to the no. head. Nope. So that, he, he, had no, he had no game plan, Big Cat, and this is why. I will tell you why. I'm, I'm no fight doctor here or anything, but if you go back to the video, he immediately throws the glove down and sets up as a southpaw and then starts yeah. throwing right-handed punches. Like you yeah. can't do that. If you are if you are versed in the game of 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 boxing, if you set up as a southpaw, you gotta throw the southpaw shots. He set up as a southpaw and then started fighting as a righty. Did he think he was trying to confuse Jose Ramirez? Ramirez? Yeah, you got it. You got that name. You got it. <laughs> sometimes, uh, dude. Sometimes, no, listen, sometimes there's just stuck. a. Sometimes you get stuck. You're exactly right. It's just you're, it's like a CD getting yeah. skipping. You know, the no Jose Ramirez had the greatest game plan ever because those fights, it's like a hockey fight. What did he do? You put your head down and yeah. you just throw as wild as you possibly can. And he hit with maybe a lucky shot, but yes. it doesn't matter because that's all everyone That's remembers. right. It, but it was a lucky shot, but you're right. Nobody will ever say it was a lucky shot again as Tim is signing pictures 25 years from now. That'll be that. Who was it? It was AJ. Wasn't it AJ telling us? That, yes. Yeah, that, AJ told us that he's been there and that he yeah. better embrace people bringing up in 20 years the picture of him to sign. AJ actually but, said, Big Cat, he had the other take. He was like, listen, what Tim should have done is talked about it immediately afterwards and address the situation like A.J. did when the Michael Barrett thing happened. Well, A.J. is a little different because A.J. just ate a punch. Like, he, he, he was the winner in that. Michael Barrett was the loser because he punched him and he didn't move. Yep. So, I, yeah, I mean, I A.J. Mean, can say anything. He looked like, when I, I remember when it happened live, and I was like, whoa, A.J. Brzezinski, like, can't be knocked down. The guy has made a grant. Well, he definitely has a stronger jaw, that's That's, for sure. That's what I said to AJ, too. I said, I thought that AJ spun it much better. Is is A, he didn't get knocked out or down. And after he got hit, he, like, revved up the crowd, like, oh, that's all you got. Now now we're going to go and we're going to win this game. Um, and, and like, he totally spun it oppo of what happened to Tim yeah, Anderson. Yeah, but feigning unconsciousness is not the path I would have chosen. No. I, I just think, yeah, like, AJ presents that. I think it might be a cooler move than knocking someone out is taking someone's best punch and having it not bother you. Yeah, that that's hurt. a That's a completely domination. Like, you just dominated their life. But, yeah, Tim Anderson, um, he, did, he did talk about it. He went on Twitter and he talked about it. I and he under- also had some old tweets that started re- getting retweeted that were like, no one can knock me out, like, go ahead and try me. It wasn't great for Tim. I would say Tim Anderson's going to want to forget 2023 as a yeah, year. Agreed. So yeah. we played the game yesterday. I was trying to still yeah, be like, you want, you want to play with Big so, Cat? Yeah, you, All right, you, hold you, on here. You, this is the interpret Tim's tweets. It's a game. And okay. I, I, I didn't really... I thought I had a rhythm there for a while. And you then did. I thought, I, 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 no, I thought you did. I thought you did well. You want to play the game? 
Yes, let's go. All right. Uh, I think the first one's obvious. You know all this happening for a reason. No, all this is happening. So it's a what's the game? It's Tim Anderson or you have to, no, 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 you, you have, have to, to interpret, interpret what he means. What's he saying? Uh, I think he's saying that uh, usually what happens in these situations is when something bad happens to you, you're like, it was God's plan. Don't yeah. worry. God I, wanted me to not get me knocked out in Cleveland <laughs> on a random night in August. It was all part of God's plan. I like it. God's plan. We stay in focus on this, SH. Ooh, that one's tough. We're staying focused on this, SH. Um I, I mean, I want to say that he's staying focused on winning or, like, hitting, but he's not doing either of those. <laughs> right. I'm going to pass. I don't know what that no, is. No, you were right. <laughs> I, I, I re- interpreted it the same way. It's like, look, you can knock me down. You can't knock me out, although you did knock me out. But I'm going to keep playing, and I'm going to stay focused, and I'm going to keep doing my thing. And ever since the All-Star break, I've actually been pretty good. Take that. Yeah, but he's been playing bad, so... Not lately. Not lately. A little bit. Not lately. Yeah, in the yeah, month okay. of July, I think better. he hit like 280, 290. The cat's not paying attention to no. the Sox. I don't so play. the White Sox? No. That's guilty as charged. Uh, been going through this SH for a men. He's been going through it. Through, he's been going through some tough times for a minute. Okay, I get that. Not not getting knocked out uh, you know, for the whole world to see, but still, you know, not hitting home year. runs. Yeah, it's been a rough year. It's been a rough year. Keep kicking on me while I'm down. That one, I actually agree with him because, you know, it's the only path you can go here if you're Tim Anderson is to be like, I will be back on top. I will have a chance to, to knock out Jose Ramirez at some point when he's not looking, and I will <laughs> take it. And then everyone who piled on me will have to say sorry. A lot of MF been switching up to hashtag fake SH. Ooh, okay. Yeah, there's a lot of people who have been switching up on him who who – who said they're fans, and then they're not fans, and they're making fun of them, and they say they're fans. Like, if you're a White Sox fan, you have to ride with your guy. You have to do what I said, where you basically say, well, he was, he was working the body. Let that, let that thing go. Like, you know, give him a standing eight count. Let that thing go for five rounds. Tim Anderson probably would have won. <laughs> Y'all got me effed up. F-R-F-R. I think that's just Jose Ramirez got him effed up. So he knocked him out. He knocked him out. So he he was, you think he was out. tweeting directly at Jose Ramirez? Yeah, he was like, I, uh, I have a concussion. Thanks a lot, Jose Ramirez. I'm messed up. <laughs> Hope you picking up what I'm putting down to. Mm, okay, so that feels like a subtweet of someone um, or something. Yeah, he's just, this, this all is just, I don't know why he couldn't just say all of these thoughts in one thought. Feels very... Feels like a puzzle that we're trying to piece together that doesn't really make sense. But again, if he just tweeted like today, he's like, "Hey, about all those tweets uh, a couple days ago, yeah, I was really concussed. I thought I was making sense. Absolutely, I was. you can always listen. You can always <laughs> lean on that. And then the, yeah. the last one is the picture bigger. Oh, okay. So yeah, that's. I think that's kind of a bookend going back to the God's plan, where he's like, now I can see the whole thing. Um, I, you know, everything's clear now, even though literally it's not clear because he's concussed. Uh, but, you know, the whole picture's more clear. What is that? What a crazy I'm more thing. confused by your explanation than I am the tweet. I, I feel concussed talking about this. <laughs> I don't blame you. Hey, let me ask you a question completely unrelated, okay? Okay. 
been watching a lot of the last 48 hours. been watching a lot of Little League World Series <laughs> baseball. Yeah. Okay. Like, this is it. Okay. The, like, the umpires. The, you're on TV. Yeah. These are the state champs. Like, this is competitive. This is for real. I get it. They're 12. But juice box guy over here, Sylvie, is is critical of me for being critical of the Kansas team that that committed four errors in an inning and played really crappy baseball. I get it. They're 12. But the other 12-year-old team didn't commit four errors in the inning. So I was critical of the game that the Kansas team played yesterday. <laughs> Is that fair? That's a little far. Yeah, what no, that you you're being a little far. Why? I'll tell you what I hate. I'll tell you what I hate. If we're going to do Little League World Series takes, I hate when a kid hits a home run and then the other kid standing at second and third base give him a high five. I hate that. Oh, you, that are you serious? From the other team? Are you serious? From the other team. Yeah, are you serious? Me. I agree with you. Oh, you're an yeah. ass. What do you mean you agree with him? You're competing in the Little League World Series. What are you high-fiving the other team? He just hit a bomb off you. Okay. You're talking about little kids. You're not showing being able to up your own picture. Like, you're, you're, you'll, you'll shake hands at the end of the game. Yeah. And say yeah, good hit at that's the end of the game. So you're not that's for you're not for good sportsmanship. All of a sudden now no, I, I'm, I'm over the, the, the top for being critical yeah. of a bad defensive right. inning by a bunch Everyone of makes mistakes. You know what I don't like either, Big Cat? I'll 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 build on this too. I don't like the fake sportsmanship of jogging back to the dugout after a strikeout. No one likes defeat. No one yeah. likes a strikeout. I don't like that you have to act like you're thrilled with Wait, striking so out. You want and them? You, no one send likes them that. your instructional video where you throw bats no, in your you helmet don't have to throw bats. But you yeah. don't have to like that. Oh, look at me! I'm a hustle dork, and I'm now sprinting back. Look at to, you guys! You're the, being critical of this guy, the 12 year old, to the dugout I after this. Guy. Somebody one. hit a I soft ground ball to the second baseman, and he booted it. Well, no, you're just criticizing them for not being able to feel. Yes. That's a different. You're being. Yeah. You're being. You're being Mr. a jerk. Hardo over here. Yeah. yeah. I have another one. I hate the the the. This has happened only recently, but the um, managers being mic'd up, and when their team loses, they think that, like, this is their Esty moment. And they're like, kids, like, you know, you'll go through tight struggles in life, and, like, you got to keep getting off the mat. Just give them some frozen yogurt and chicken nuggets. Like, they don't care. <laughs> no, you listen, not remember any of this. Listen, if I'm the third base coach and we lose, I, you can mic me up. I'm blaming little Jimmy for kicking it all over the infield <laughs> in the second inning when that team from Nebraska scored nine runs because you committed four errors. Jimmy, how long have we worked on that ground ball drill? Right, right. This isn't house yeah. league. It is funny when they mess up. It is funny when they mess up. I, I, I'm not going to be critical of them, but I do laugh. It is funny. It is un unbelievable. You'll laugh at them, but you won't be critical of a poorly played inning. Yeah, of course. Oh, God, you guys are hypocrites. Because then I just like, they're 12. I, if they ever ask me, I'd be like, yeah, I'm laughing with you. That was funny, huh? Yeah, what's funny is his high five in the kid as he hit one 300 feet yeah. off your pitcher. That drives no, me no. in. Yeah, I'm with you, Big Cat. What about the uh, Kevin Brown story, the Orioles broadcaster who's been suspended for like two weeks? Like he hit somebody with his car. And all yeah. he did was give it like, honestly, like, he wasn't arrested. You would have thought like he backed over somebody in the team parking lot the way he's been suspended. And all he did was. Give a stat about their futility at the TROP for the last few years, and he was pointing out how good they've been this year. Okay. Unpopular take? You want an unpopular oh, take? Oh, here we go. Here we go. 
All right. Obviously, it's crazy, right? It's crazy. He shouldn't have been suspended. It's stupid. It, it's it's dumb. But. John Angelos looks like a big baby. But if I owned a team, I think I would I would ban insults that. I'd be like, no, we don't do those. We don't do insults that. Okay, but I don't care for a fact. We don't do it. Then you also have to suspend whoever's in charge of you the producing the game notes because all this cat was doing was reading the game notes. I likened it to what if I what if I just decided that I you know I have people who work underneath me in in the barstool office. What if I was just like, hey, listen, anyone who calls me fat, you're fired. <laughs> when you see me, I'm skinny. I I'm again. It's like the Jerry Jones, like when Jerry Jones medals. If I owned a team, I'd call the play. So I can't really criticize these guys as much as everyone else because I know that if I was, if I had like three billion dollars and I owned a team, I'd be make, I'd be calling down in the dugout and making. You would not. You're stuff. smarter than yes, that. I, I would. know, no, I yes, know I that's would. the funny thing no, to say. No, you no, wouldn't. no. I absolutely. If you, if I owned. Let's say I own the Cubs. You don't think that when, I would give when myself you, when a you own, When you yeah. own the Cubs. You know how much Listen. I would hate you as the owner then if that was the case? Yeah. You, yeah. you hire Theo. The no. Oh, and really? Get out you of the way. Yeah. Okay, then you don't get a job. You don't get a job that's <laughs> sitting on the bench for Or me. tickets. I, you know what, yeah. uh, Mr. Owner? I think you look very, very nice today. You look thin. Have you been working out? Okay, yeah. Waddle, good attitude. You're batting in the four spot. Awesome. Thank you. Yeah, see how easy Thanks, that boss. was. <laughs> I appreciate you. You're quite handsome today. Oh my god, it would be a dream. I would love to. I would love to just be a bench coach if I own the team. Why don't you buy a, like a minor league baseball team? Uh, I have. I own a piece of the Water Dogs. They okay. stink. Lacrosse. Um, I invested in in soccer in Europe before it was cool and everyone else did it. That stunk. I've lost all my money. Sylvia and I, um, will, let's go into business together. Sylvia and I will give you 100 bucks each, and we'll buy a Cape Cod League baseball team. Okay. I'm okay. in for 100. I'm in for 100 as well. Yeah. Okay. I could be yeah. interested in this, but yeah. And you know I'll, what? Just, you we know have what? To play. We, no, we're not playing, but we'll coach. No, we what? have to play. We have to play. I'm going to put you guys in. Okay. Screw it. I'll play. Would yeah, you, exactly. Would you See? want Would you want to coach third, or is that too much responsibility? What do you mean too much coaching, responsibility? Yeah, I think coaching first would be right up my I, I'm not in charge of the nuclear codes. I'm a third you, base coach. You've got to give the signs. Do you know what? Do you know how to give signs? I think that if you gave me a moment 10 minutes before the game, I could do it. Well, you've got to get the signs from the bench. Okay. Then you've got to relay them to the batter. You've got to make the split-second call on when to send them, when to hold them. Yeah, I'm not— You've got to know the situation, Waddle. How many outs? I'm not afraid of you. Got to know everyone's scouting report on their arms. I, did you just say I got to know how many outs there are? Yeah. Like, isn't that a, a, a given? Do you know how much time's left in the segment? Even zero. Do you know what the our phone number is to call three, the one, show? Three one two three three two three seven seven six. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you even you know? You're crushing it. You know I your password so of your ago. of your Twitter handle. I do. I I zoned out so long ago. <laughs> so did I. <laughs> I did as well. So hey, try think, to remember uh, Ramirez's I, name. No, well, my phone's blown up from all this other stuff. So it's all like, right, go you know, ahead. Go take care Wait, of business. But, uh, uh, next week. Yeah, maybe next week or the week after I'll be uh, one one of the last three weeks in August. I'll be in studio. Oh, thanks. We'll do yeah. a full hour. Thanks for blessing us yeah. with your presence. Oh, you know fine. You know what? I'm not coming. I'm not. Coming. <laughs> do you know I'm what? Make him the pitching coach, Big Cat. 
He's the I'm team gonna pitching coach. I'm going to buy karma tomorrow and fire you guys. <laughs> oh, wow. On that and then note. rehire you. And wait, you didn't let me finish. And then rehire you at higher contract. You are a handsome man, Mr. Cat. <laughs> You've been working out. <laughs> Thank you. All right, Big Thank Cat. You. See you later. Right, see you guys. All right, there's All right. a Barstool Big Cat. I still don't understand like what, what happened, happened in the, the business deal. Yeah. I think that Penn divested themselves of Barstool so that they could get into business with ESPN. And Dave Portnoy said, fine, I'll take it back. But but I think the gambling app could never be as good as it could be under the Barstool umbrella. Something Because like that, Barstool yeah. was not getting taken seriously. Is that what he said? I think so. So are they going the to gambling at some with gambling point? regulators? Yeah, I don't know. But now teamed with ESPN, it will grow even bigger. Penn. Penn, yes. Yeah. The, yes. Okay. And he benefits because he as he said, he still has a ton of Penn stock. So at the at the end of the day, like he said, he's very rich. And good for him. <laughs> at the end of the day. He's still very, very rich. Uh, something happened on this day. I believe it's, thir- how is it, 35 or 45 years ago? 35 years ago. We were reminiscing. Does this even matter anymore? Does this anniversary. Like, I think calling well, it reminiscing is a bit of an exaggeration. Waddle, Waddle is, is the poo-pooer in general of big Chicago anniversaries. Does this anniversary even matter anymore? We'll bring it up for you coming up next. Golfers, we want to tell you about the Southland's finest golf course, the Sanctuary Golf Course in New Lenox. Sanctuary offers 18 holes of great golf on awesome course conditions. It's just minutes from I-80 and 355. Book your tee time at GolfSanctuary.com. Listen to us now, live on the ESPN Chicago app. Listen to the show in HD at 100.3 HD2 FM. Listen now on ESPN 1000. This is Waddle and Sylvie. ESPN Chicago. Chicago's home for sports. Oh, happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. It was uh, 35 years ago tonight. Though, you know, in the record books, tonight is not the official anniversary. You know about that. I don't care, though, because I was at the one tonight. Because this is the one that I'll always remember. I was uh, a camp counselor as I was in high school, going to be a junior in high school back in 1988. And I was looking at the skies all day today on this day 35 years ago, Waddle, because there was a forecast for big thunderstorms. Kept looking up at the sky, looking up at the sky. Don't rain, don't rain. Big game tonight. It is the first ever. Don't worry about the kids out there swimming in a pool with the electrical storm, but it's all about Cubs baseball. It's Yes, it's a uh, Cubs night game. Well, yeah. the day was fine. Like, okay. I was just like, storm's coming, you know. Uh, it's it's the first ever Cubs night game, Eight eight eighty eight. Cubs were playing uh, the Philadelphia Phillies. And uh, my parents... I uh, had uh, four tickets. I think my uncle had gotten us the four seats, like at an auction or something like that. And um, so we were going down to Wrigley Field. We were taking the train. And it was still holding off windy, hot, humid night, uh, like you usually would get in early August. 
And uh, the Cubs, I think Sutcliffe was on the mound. The Cubs fell behind early. It was an early, I think, a first-inning home run by the Phillies. And then Sandberg hit a home run for the Cubs. Rhino! And then the rains came. And it rained and it rained and it rained. And ultimately, the game was washed away. And it was played the next night against the Mets. They didn't even play the same team. The first night game would go down 8-9-88. But... Tonight Did you go was, home all wet? Yeah, we were soaked. I mean, it was like, it was... That had to be a fun train ride home. Yeah, it was. But a memorable night. I mean, you're a kid, and it was the first time, like, you grew up. If you were grew up when I grew up, this was a part of the landscape, the fight, that there were these yellow signs in all the buildings that were built around Wrigley Field that said, no lights at Wrigley Field. It was an ongoing neighborhood fight. That there was like people who grew up in Chicago suspended because of darkness. Like if you were a baseball fan anywhere else in Cincinnati, you didn't know what suspended because of darkness meant. No, because we had lights. You had lights. Yeah. But if you were a Cubs fan, you knew that when the sun went down like early in the baseball season or late in the baseball season, that there was a chance if the game went into extra innings or whatever that the game could get suspended because of darkness. Think about that. That's two, odd. Two teams playing, and that they would have to stop the game and continue it the next day where the game was and, and finish the game the very next day. So my question is, and Charlie is, like, this was well before Charlie was born. Charlie was born when, in 98? 99. 99. This was 11 years before Charlie was even born. Like, is this even an anniversary worth even talking about anymore? Or is it just assumed now that lights lights is a thing? I'd have to defer to you. I was not a member of the Chicagoland community at that time and had really no... Uh, when did you get here? 89. So this was one year, just exactly one year before you got here? Yes. So I'm indifferent. If you'd like to celebrate it, celebrate it. Like I, I like I'm like. You're gonna have a cake tonight. You gonna put a cake. No, in? but no. like like it. it you're gonna go it, home it, and flicker the lights at seven ten or like something like that. My kids don't understand the concept. When I explain this to my kids, I don't think they give a rat's ass about it. No, they don't. They just, no, yeah. that's what I mean. Like most people don't because it's it's not a thing anymore. Like it's it it doesn't exist anywhere. It most. Most Little League fields are equipped with lights. As a middle-aged Cubs fan, you'll always remember it. Right. It was part of my childhood and right. part of the landscape I grew up in. Absolutely. To me, it's, it's, it's just a fun fact I point out to people who have never been to Wrigley before or something like that. Like, I'm like, oh, yeah, did you know, you know, they didn't have lights until 88? You know the story. How did they finally convince the community to... To accept lights in, in the And it was, building. again, and it was antiquated forever. So, originally, when they did get lights, I think they approved, like, 18 games. Like, they only would have 18 games out of 81 to play. And it took forever to even just get a regular, like, just recently did they play a regular night game schedule. You know, Tom Tunney fought it forever. About that they couldn't do this or couldn't even have a Saturday night night game, even though that that Wrigleyville area was hopping to begin with on a Saturday night. 
You know the Cubs stuffy community up there and can't let lights up there, no noise, no nothing. What's going on? Do you know the story? The Cubs were originally going to be one of the first teams to get lights in Major League Baseball. So like around the war, they were all set to put lights in, but because they needed the the iron or whatever, they donated it for the war. For World War II. Very generous of the Cubs. And and then they never added lights after that. And then that lasted all the way till 1988. It's a, it's a pre- pretty crazy story. It is. But 35 years ago today. How do you feel? That's it. That's all. Eh, just no, thought I'd like melancholy or excited. No, no. I mean, or... thank goodness. Yeah. I think I just farted. I mean, now they have the full-on light shows. <laughs> That's how you feel about it? What did you did you hear? Did you just hear what he said? I told you from the beginning. Like I'm not being critical of it. It's just I'm indifferent to it. He's so indifferent that he just said, "I just farted." What do you want me to say? I, I thought you told a really good story. I thought it was fantastic. I thought the delivery of the story was great. I don't believe, like, I mean, like, your kids don't celebrate it. No, I don't Nobody think anyone does. That, Charlie's not celebrating it. Nobody that was alive is obviously not celebrating it at the time. Like, I do believe that this is an anniversary now that has been moved to a back burner that doesn't even. It'll always be part of Cubs history. Yes. But if. It's when you foot, talk no. about celebrating, no. no, I don't think that this is one of those celebrated dates. And I think most of our listeners now are, are like Charlie, where they're in their 20s or they're in their 30s. And a lot of these people didn't even live through this, where right. they experienced going to only 120 games. It's so funny when you watch games on marquee. Like last night, there was a two-hour two hour plus rain delay. So they show you highlights, top 25, whatever. And when you see the ballpark from years and years ago and you compare it to what it looks like now, it is, it is unbelievable, as you would expect. But visually, it is still remarkable how things have been transformed. And one of the things I remember also over the course of time, remember when they were doing, when did they do the rehab, the massive rehab of the building? Like starting in the uh, like early 2010s. Yeah. And then remember they shut down the bleachers in the 2015 season. Right. But don't you remember all of the consternation that existed about, you can't put big screen jumbotrons out there. You'll kill the, you know, the ambiance. The ambiance. And we kept saying, like, look, we've been to we went to Fenway and there's ads and jumbotrons everywhere there. And in no circumstances, and we don't go there consistently, obviously, but I, I think our experience was the same. We didn't feel like it was cluttered or it was ruined by the advertisement or the presence of a giant jumbotron or two. When you were on vacation, we were having the discussion about Shohei again and about the patch and about how much money the Cubs are going to get for the patch. And I retold the story about when we went to Fenway and it's the same thing. And I retold that story that the Cubs at one time had no advertisements inside Wrigley zero. There were the one, and then we counted you, me and Meller. And I think all, both of you guys were gone when I told the story. I believe we counted like 42 ads within Fenway park after their rehab. And we looked at each other and we go, do we feel like this is not an intimate setting? And we all looked at each other and we said, no, this is beautiful. Yeah. 
This is this is. I think awesome. if you do it tactfully, and you do it the right way, it's just part of the landscape. And now, like, and, when, I mean, when the, that giant screen up on the north side, the, you're. I mean, it, it's it enhances your experience. My I son would think. was on it on Sunday, like. I, I love it, and when you sit in the upper deck like we did, we get to see replays. Yes. When Dan V. Swanson makes a filthy play in the hole at shortstop, guess what? We get to see it again. Yes. No, I like that. What sports fan doesn't want to see that play again? That's probably the crazier thing is when you think about it, 1988, they put up the lights, and then it took another 25 years for them to put, put a, replay, a, a replay board, uh, board up. Well, do you remember, like, we had at one time Soldier Field didn't have a replay board till they renovated it, right? I, I believe back in the two, what was it two thousand two thousand three. I don't think the old Soldier Field had a had a replay board. the The old Chicago Stadium didn't have a replay board, and Wrigley Field didn't have a replay board. The old Comiskey was really the only place where you had the video jumbotron. And now you don't we want to were, see replays of anything that's going on. You no. They took him out. They should take him out. I don't need to see that twice. <laughs> Once is enough. It's crazy, though. Yeah. I mean, Wrigley looks beautiful. Like, they've done it. I always, I, 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 really had no doubt that now when they renovated it, it was going to be done the correct way. Now where are the Bears going to play? That's good. Because it, now it's not. Now right. are you start, I want to ask you when we come back, are you starting to believe that it could be somewhere else besides Arlington Heights with, with some of the buzz around downtown. We've not talked about this. Then we're going to get a Bears report from Mark Potash at 5 o'clock. Um, 312-332-3776 if you want to uh, discuss what we're talking about. We had a long-form White Sox conversation earlier. Um, if you want to weigh in on that, be our guest as well. Some football talk coming up at 5. Businesses are successful when they control their bottom line, and that's why more businesses across northern Illinois are partnering with the ComEd Energy Efficiency Program to save on energy costs. Learn more at comed.com slash poweringbiz. Ah, commuting in Chicago. Ah, if you're stuck, stick with Waddle and Sylvie. Weekdays 2 to 6. We'll talk to Patsy at 5, get a Bears update. They were back at camp today. We'll be broadcasting from Hallis Hall both tomorrow and Thursday. Sarah boy, uh, Andrew Siciliano from the NFL Excellent. Network. He's broadcasting from there tomorrow, nationally. Very nice. Uh, be good to reconnect with him. Yeah, where will, uh, where do you, are you starting to buy in that the Bears could be serious about building uh, a stadium away from Arlington Heights? Um... I still think it's highly likely that Arlington Heights is going to be the locale. I'm probably more open to them uh, changing gears, switching gears. But I, I still, I'm still a 90 plus percent believer that Arlington Heights is the spot. 90 is what you put it yeah, at? Yeah, I think so. Before you were at what? Like 90? 99.5. So it's uh, down 9.5 percent. Well, a little bit, yeah. I would say. Um. Look, I mean, there's there's been a lot of conversation about it. I mean, it's. I wish it was going to be done, but um, sooner rather than later. But I'm not sure that that's going to happen. I just want them to build a stadium wherever it is that has 
uh, arteries to get in and out. Amen. That has enough parking spots for everyone who needs them. Yes. To tailgate. That has plenty of room for seats um, and uh, places uh, for for all the amenities. Sure. I don't care where you put it. Don't care. Do it the right way and create paradise. Like, Like if you go back to Soldier... My what I'm afraid of is it still doesn't solve any sort of traffic issues. You still have the lake to the east. You still have the railroad tracks to the west. And you still only could go uh, go north and south on Lakeshore Drive. And half the time you can't even go north. Right. You only get sent south. So I don't know how that alleviates traffic. And if you you build more people that fit in there, that only creates more congestion. You don't have enough parking. So, like, if you do find another plot of land in Chicago, which, fine, I'm good, good with. If you yeah. build it in the city, I, like, this has never, to me, been about going to the burbs. I'm this not is, married uh, to Arlington Heights or any other suburb. I want a domed stadium. I My preference would be retractable. But if you can only do domed, fine. But I would like retractable roof, enough seating, enough parking, enough tailgating with plenty of arteries to get in and out. That is much better than Soldier Field. Create an environment, too, that is welcoming to people, not just during the football season, but you can hold different events. It could be a destination for a number of different reasons. So I, I just again, I don't care where it's at, but if you have all the amenities and you do it in the manner in which you just stated then i'm all for it if they would have decided years ago that hey we're going to do this down somewhere here in the city of chicago we're going to do it the right way i'm all for it yeah of course of course so we will see and that's something hopefully we'll get more news on uh yeah like i i look sooner rather than i ain't getting any younger well i know that yeah and there you You, know you also don't want to don't want them to rush it you want them to get the right deal but like listen i mean you can Get the right deal and do it in an expedited fashion. I, I'm not suggesting they drag their feet or they rush into anything, but I would think that you could get through this process fairly quickly. Mark Potash is going to give us an on-field report. Uh, the Bears were back at work. What does he think is going to happen this weekend? How much playing time will uh, some of the starters get? Should they get a lot of playing time? Uh, we'll talk to Potsy about all of that coming up next.